Ahoy hoy. What's up, everybody? Hi, welcome to the Escalator to Nowhere, a Simpsons podcast with Robert and Caitlin. I'm Robert. I'm Caitlin. And I am a seasoned Simpsons fan. And I'm learning. And we are continuing our march through the series. We are in season two and have arrived at episode number six. I have a question for you. Oh, okay. Do you still have baby elephant walks stuck in your head from last week? Uh, I'm going to bring that up later. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Forget I said anything. I, no, no, no. I, it applies to this episode. Okay. Um, but the answer is yes. Yeah. All week long. <laughs> Which mixed in uh, with a delightful, a delightful fusion of we don't talk about Bruno. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. I haven't seen that movie. Uh, but you know the song. Caitlin and I are not Disney people. We have Disney Plus because of The Simpsons, and that's basically it. Uh, but you cannot help but be exposed, I guess, to that song. And I don't know anything about the context of that song. I don't know anything about the movie. I don't know what it's about or the characters it's in it. It's about Bruno and how we don't talk about him. This is the. I don't know. This is from Encanto, right? Correct. Okay, that's not the one with the rock. What? Right, that's the rock. It, it was was he in Moana? Uh, yeah, I think no. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I See, think. we don't know, but this, but we do know one thing. We know that you don't talk about Bruno yeah. for some reason. He's probably a drug dealer. We have been watching Euphoria. <laughs> oh uh, my God! Do you think Bruno's the guy with the face tattoos probably. that gave her the fentanyl? I think it was. Oh shit! That's Bruno. That's I don't want to talk, talk about, about Bruno. Him. Yeah, I'm staying the he fuck drugs away from teenagers. Bruno. <laughs> uh, hey, everybody! If uh, you have seen Euphoria and it reflects your personal high school experience. Please get in touch because I have questions. You know what? Don't get in touch. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna, I want to cut that off right there. <laughs> uh, so, so we, we we've been watching this and Euphoria. I will acknowledge I think has it's, been it's really good. Yeah, it has been the subject of some controversy because there's a lot of nudity, y'all. There's a lot it's, of dicks. there's a lot of penises. There is a this. lot of wang in this, yeah. and like, it's not your typical like flopping around in the shower wing either no like, no we are talking it's about like up close in, in in most of these uh most of the characters in. are supposed to be high schoolers yeah. so in, in short under 18 obviously none of the well, actors that's, are and that's a major plot point right too but whoo what a wild ride we're like three episodes in i can only yeah. imagine there's a um, whole other season it's it, there's another season. There's two seasons. Are you serious? Yeah. We are way behind. We are definitely behind. Oh my god. We're late I'm to the quitting party. I'm my job so we can usual. get to this series. <laughs> I mean, we have all the rest of the afternoon. We can watch it if you want to. <laughs> no, we got to make squash casserole. Oh, remember? that's right. We're going over to a dinner later, and we are making squash casserole. And Caitlin <laughs> went to a party last night. I went to the party too, but I had to work super late. Uh, and in, in, in because of that, Caitlin made the thing that she took to the party, which was a. Did, did that come from TikTok? Where did it that come from? It was YouTube. Oh, okay. You found it on Facebook, though. Oh, okay. And you tagged me in the yes. comments. Yes. And so I was like, well, I'm going to a party tonight, too. I'm going to make that. The context, by the way, of this thing was hey, look, I'm super high and I made this. <laughs> it is a strawberry Pop Tart pie. Yeah. It's, <laughs> so. She calls it a strawberry Pop Tart cobbler. I actually haven't tried it. Um, 
I need to go take a take a little bite. See, somebody no, somebody said it was good, but this party had like ten thousand desserts, uh-huh. so not a lot of people ate it. Well, that's okay because uh, we're going to a party tonight. Well, a dinner party tonight, yeah. and we are reusing this already eaten off of pie. Yep, we sure <laughs> are. Um, but don't worry, we're taking some squash casserole as well because, <laughs> like you do. Yeah. I don't think the listeners care. I don't know why you're laughing at it. The squash casserole was your idea. It was my idea. <laughs> I just. No, so. I would like to point out, by the way, that you that you jumped right in with this uh, uh, with the question about baby elephant walk before I actually said the title of the episode oh, that we're I'm talking sorry. about here today. Today we're covering season two, episode six. Oh. <laughs> uh, that thump was her gesturing towards was, me. Yeah. <laughs> tired did we mention we went to a party last night uh yes we did yeah uh but today we're having a party right here at our dining room table yeah baby to talk dead... about dead pudding society so uh we will begin after our long opening monologue by the way i really am interested did does euphoria represent any anyone's <laughs> serious high school experience because it did not at all represent mine. Now, I, now here, now I went to a private Christian school, and in general, I have I can confirm I've known a lot of pastors' kids in my day, and pastors' kids do tend to be the worst kids. Yeah, that um, is, I I too have that experience. Which, by the way, will appear in the Simpsons in a later uh, series. Okay. But that being said, uh, oh, t- is her name Tiffany? Is her name Tiffany? Yeah, Tiffany okay. Lovejoy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, th- I think that I think that is right. Somebody who knows is like, no, it's not <laughs> Tiffany. Um, but, it's Veronica. I don't know. <laughs> Veronica. But um, at any rate, uh, even the even the like wildest kids I know did not in any way, shape, or form like look like Euphoria, like at, like at all. Like I, I I don't think I even knew somebody in high school who would have at least admitted to smoking pot. Uh, Yeah. See, I went to public school and every now and then we would, we had a, um, Jessica Lovejoy. Sorry. Jessica. That's the one. I don't know why I thought it was Tiffany. Jessica, another eighties name. (laughs) You were just thinking about some very fine lamps. (laughs) I guess so. Uh, anyway, there were some scandals when I was in high school that, um, you know, like, but it was mostly just alcohol. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe there was other stuff involved. I have no clue. I remember. I'll tell you a story. I don't think I've told you this story before. Okay. I knew a, I knew a kid in high school whose name I will not say, but this was a, a, a pretty athletic but very stocky kid. Rhymes a, with Ravis? No. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but uh, at, any, at any rate, this, this kid um, was... I was always actually, as far as like physicality was concerned, pretty jealous of him because he was stocky like I was. He was shorter than me, but he could definitely lift more than me. Mm-hmm. He was faster than me. He was definitely like a tougher kid than me, like okay. in terms of football and wrestling. And at any rate, I remember going to a concert downtown Atlanta one Saturday or whatever, and he was there. I just happened to run into him, and he was holding a Bud Light. And I remember being so disappointed in this kid. Oh, yeah. So disappointed. Well. Um, but 
<laughs> so like that's like the depths of badness. In, like right. Like, uh, I I remember in high school a bunch of the good kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, and by the way, in my high school, the good kids, quote unquote, meant the very religious kids. Right. Uh, <laughs> the good kids, a bunch of them got in super duper trouble, like like got suspended for a couple of weeks because it was discovered that they went to a party where there was beer. Oh. So this is where I'm coming from I when mean, we're talking if, about. If that's like the worst thing. <laughs> And I think you're gay. It's okay. Uh, this is at least that's legal. This is this is where we're coming from. Or where, where I mean, I'm a legal a legal substance, not right, legal right. for high schoolers to drink. But you know, with their whatever. parents' permission. But uh, it, mm. wait, is that the is that the law in Virginia? Um, I don't know. It is the law in Georgia. I'm pretty sure. Oh, I don't think it is here. Anyway, all that is to say that. Um, the amount of drugs and sex that's going on with these high sc- these quote unquote high schoolers uh, in Euphoria is not at all reflective of our experience. No, in we high we school. sit on the we sit on the couch and watch it. We're like, wow, no. Weird. Oh man, y'all! Last night, so we were talking to a friend of ours, and he was describing a party that he went to in a foreign country. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, my God, that shit is wild. It sounds like a euphoria party. It, it kind of sounds like, yeah, in, in the sense that, like, everyone was in a costume and, like, mm-hmm. uh, and also, like, the place was, like, decked out to match the theme. And then, like, apparently this person looked carnival. over. It was carnival. Is yeah. the party the and, reason for the party? And the person looked over and, like, people were banging next to him. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, and so, like, you, like, that has never like, I've never been in a position where that would even be a possibility. Well, I guess it's always a possibility, but, like, I've never been in a position where that might actually right. happen, like, in reality. So, anyways, listen. Hey, if you have stories Here's about our, that. This, welcome to the Eufor- this Euphoria podcast we've just now started. Well, now I'm talking about carnival parties. So, Well, I mean, <laughs> by way of Euphoria. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Anyway, uh-huh. it's a good show. You should watch it. If you like, especially if you like seeing floppy wieners if, everywhere. If you like seeing <laughs> floppy and semi-erect, want, I, I just crossed the word wangs and dongs. Wongs. If you like, you like seeing dongs, uh, this is the show for you. Yeah. So anyway. You know what is not the show for you? What's that? The Simpsons. Don't see any cartoon peeing. Any, and you, you do will. we? You will. <gasps> what? You sure will. Because oh. we are eventually going to watch the movie. Oh, okay. And you are going to see some wang. Uh, yikes. Okay. I had yep. no idea. Yep. Can't and if wait. you think Euphoria is bad, <laughs> oh, consider shit. the age of the wang that you're going to see in oh, The Simpsons. Oh, no. Isn't Mole Man? <laughs> Wrong end of the spectrum, baby. That's a baby Bart. It's Bart. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, I don't... Okay. <laughs> All right, well, moving on. Hey, you like Euphoria. You like looking at wangs on TV. You'll be fine. <laughs> so, so, Dead Pudding Society. Oh, that's right. We're talking about this. Yeah, uh, production code 7F08. Uh-huh. Original air date, November 15th, 1990. Written by Jeff Martin mm-hmm. and directed by Rich Moore. Uh, I'm only pointing this out because this has become notable in other episodes of ours that so this is 7f08 yep but it's, it's airing the six yeah as episode number six so Correct. it'll be interesting to see the dog might go crazy here y'all because the amazon oh. man is walking up 
Don't okay. ring the doorbell. Come on, don't dog. Don't ring the doorbell. Don't He's not, ring he doesn't look like he is. He's taking a picture. Bye. Thank, Thank you. you, sir. Thank you, sir. Very I kind. have no idea what that is, but okay. Wow. We witnessed a miracle here, and there were listeners to, <laughs> to observe it. He dropped off a package, and the dog did not go absolute ape shit nuts. <laughs> yep, it's true. Uh, it is he, Sunday, after all. Yeah, we probably oh. would have had to have cut because he goes crazy for a while. Yeah. Anyway, all right, so the, the synopsis for... I'm not going to read all these synopsis, and you will see why. I'll, and, well, you won't see why, but I'll, I will explain to the uh, listener later. Just okay. because there, if you have not oh, this is a long one. watched this episode... Uh, this synopsis is very thorough and gives away the ending, and I don't necessarily want to give away the ending because we're okay. going to talk through it anyway. Sure. Uh, so here we go. Go for it. The synopsis from the Simpsons Wiki, which will be linked in the description. When Homer and Bart jump into Ned and Todd, or excuse me, bump into T Ned and Todd Flanders at the miniature golf course, Homer is convinced that his son could beat Todd in the upcoming miniature golf tournament. They both enter and they place a bet on who will win. The loser having to mow the lawn in his wife's Sunday dress. Lisa researches and helps Bart. But when it comes down to the final... Dot, dot, dot. dot, dot. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, anyway, okay. uh, I'm just not going to be the last half of that sentence. It will become apparent in yeah. due time. So, let's crack open the credits here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> was that you opening up one of our new... Newly chewed Velcro strips. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, you know, we have some wires here with the uh, podcasting equipment from the mics and the other devices. And I ordered some uh, some Velcro strips from some Amazon. Organizer I wish we could hit up that Amazon driver to drop off a couple of more. <laughs> and the reason is because... Speaking of the dog. While, uh, while we were at this swinging party last night, the dog got a hold of the big clump of strips and, and destroyed... <laughs> So I think there were, I think there were 25 of them yeah. all, but I think like six or seven of them are somewhere. Well, they either have been destroyed or they're somewhere in that dog's digestive tract at present. So. Yeah. So we'll, uh, we'll let you know how it goes. Don't worry, everybody. I told him earlier that Velcro is going to feel real good coming out the back end. <laughs> all right. Um, so, uh, in the credits here, uh, in the credits, everything looks the same to me. Mm -hmm. um, mountainous Springfield, which we see a little bit of during this episode here. Mm -hmm. um, in the actual episode, I mean. And, of course, then we get to the chalkboard gag, which is a pretty meta chalkboard yeah, gag. Yeah, to be honest, I did not understand it until I read the wiki. Uh, the chalkboard gag oh. is, I am not a 32-year-old woman, uh -huh. which is referencing Nancy Cartwright. Uh huh. Yeah. And Nancy Cartwright, by the way, has now twice with two different books referenced this sort of in reverse. Uh, I don't think I don't know if she's I don't know if she's referencing this. Oh, gag she's like I'm particular. a ten I'm not a ten year old boy My, or whatever. Yeah, her she has like a, a, a book and a second book, mm -hmm. and she also I think has a one woman show oh. uh, entitled My Life as a Ten Year Old Boy. Yeah. So, anyway, the chalkboard gag is, I am not a 32-year-old woman. I chuckled at it. Mm -hmm. And uh, as we continue through, the couch gag is just all of them, including Snowball 2 and Santa's Little Helper, mm -hmm. piling onto the couch. That's there it. you go. Uh, it is titled, <laughs> the wiki, Pets and Family Couch Gag. Okay. okay. There you go. And we open the scene. Opening up the scene, and Homer 
is having a tough... Man, I, I feel this. <laughs> I'm feeling it, man. He's mowing the lawn. He's mowing the lawn. With, with his real mower. That's right. With a real... That's R-E-E-L. Can you tell? I'm from... Can you know from the South? R-E-E-L. R-E-E-L. Real mower. And let me tell you something. This is real talk. R-E-A-L. Because he is having a tough time with this stupid mower over That yard is big. Yeah, that is a huge for yard a real for mower. a real mower. Yeah, which we all remember the the um, riding mower that they that the Flanders have, mm-hmm. and Homer at that point too was having problems with his real mower. Yo, I got a question. Okay, when did gas powered mowers come like like personal house like home lawn mowers come into be? Do you, you mean any... like riding mowers or no, like? I mean like it doesn't matter. Push mowers, push engine mower? powered mowers of any know. sort. Yeah, I, I, I don't I'm, know. In like, so like in like ye old time, like leave it to beaver era uh, TV, they were always using the real mowers. So far as I recall, if uh, whenever they showed it, which was, I guess, not terribly often. Um, but, oh. you know, <laughs> it is it is a novelty these days to have something like a real mower, obviously, because, you know, not only are gas powered mowers, but electric mowers are you know, useful and, and cheap. Do we, uh, do we still have the one? No. Remember I gave it away to one of our friends. Oh, that's right. Okay. Uh, because I never wanted to look at it again. Right. And also, uh, also because, uh, we now <laughs> in our house, we have an HOA that takes care of the yard work and y'all that shit is nice. It's amazing. <laughs> I, I, I mean, d- yeah, we pay, we pay for it, but it, it's pretty great. Mm-hmm. There is a whole history of the lawnmower on Wikipedia uh, nice. So, in case anybody is interested, you can read it for yourselves. Uh, uh, you could read, you could listen to that or read that as Caitlin is not going to dig through all. I'm that. not going <laughs> to. No, cause, well, because it's like the history of the lawnmower as a whole. So I don't know when the gas-powered motors. Hold came on. In. Okay, 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 okay. You you've got to go to the top, and you've got to like tell me like the first. A lawnmower, also known as a mower, grass cutter, or lawnmower. I mean, like the, the what? What is the oldest example? And they have. There's got to be a history button or something. Uh, invention. <laughs> you see, you get mad at me when I do this, but you keep doing it. 1830. 1830. The lawnmower was invented by Edwin Beard Budding mm-hmm. in 1830 in Brins- Brimscombe and Thrupp, just outside of Stroud in Gloucestershire, England. Uh, his name was Beard Budding. <laughs> <laughs> Edwin Beard Budding. Edwin Beard. Sir. Yep. Edwin Beard Budding. <laughs> yeah, he was granted the patent on August 31st, 1830. Wow. And it was a... In a real mower? <laughs> yep. His and, and so his shitty push real mower was like the dominate the, 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 the dominated the market for like 150 years yeah, or however long. pretty much. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, the first motor mower. There we go. Uh, in the 1920s, one of the most successful companies to emerge during this period was Atco. Mm-hmm. At the time, a brand of Charles H. Pugh Limited. Okay. The Atco Standard Motor Mower was introduced in 1921. Man. Was 19... an immediate success. Wow. You know that thing killed some people. They cost 75 pounds. 75 pounds? <laughs> in 1920? 1921. Holy shit! That thing was that thing was mowing the Lord's estate. That's what was going <laughs> on there. Oh my god! Yeah. 
Well, anyways, uh, Homer is mowing the lawn. Yeah. <laughs> and he is he's fussing with it. And he's fussing with it, and he's, he's mad cursing. about it because he says he's like, "This should be the boys should be doing this." And yeah. then March comes in and is like, "Oh no, no, he's working on a science experiment." Mm-hmm. Cut to Bart reading comics in his room. Yeah, this is my first note. Did you see what he was reading? Was it Radioactive Man? Uh, it does not. It does. It does not expressly say Radioactive Man, but there is an atomic symbol on the back of the comic mm-hmm. book. So I assume that this is the Radioactive Man prototype. Uh, yeah. There's. So, hold on. We know for a fact that it cannot be Radioactive Man number one because that will be. Uh, I think that's actually next season. No, it's not Radioactive Man because it does not look like. But I'm that at all. But I'm talking about the back of it. Yeah. So, anyways, um, uh, I I thought that it looked like an atomic symbol. So I was, you know, my note was, all my note was, is he is he actually reading Radioactive Man? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. But anyway, his science experiment is growing a potato. (laughs) Yes. And he's looking at. He was like reading the comic book, and then he closes comic book. He says, "Up one o'clock." I'm still a potato. <laughs> That's right. So Homer's out he's there. He's waiting for this potato to grow, I guess. <laughs> yep. Because <laughs> he's got it like in the glass of water with the toothpicks. Did you ever do that? I never did that. I actually had to like stop and consider what he was actually doing. And until you said he was trying to grow the potato, I wasn't oh, sure. Oh, <laughs> really? I never, did, I, don't, I never did it with a potato, but I tried to do it with an avocado seed. Oh, really? Yeah, to try to grow avocados, which is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Why? But, I mean, it, it just never worked. Oh, okay. Um, they, they, I mean, they same don't... Same idea. They don't... I mean, they don't... They won't grow in this climate, right? Like... Exactly. Okay, okay That's okay. kind of why I was like, oh, yeah, well, yeah. that's not the best. Well, it probably... I mean, I'm assuming it would sprout, right? Yeah. So... It's a... Yeah, it's wild to me that people in California have, like, orange trees in their yards. <laughs> That is pretty wild. I would yeah. love that. Yo, what if we planted a lemon tree in our yard? And then the kids from Shelbyville came over and took it? Oh, no, they wouldn't. We would... We would, we we would protect m- it. We would murder those we kids. Would- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> or, or we would just make Country Time lemonade, which, as you know, no lemon has ever come close to it, <laughs> I swear. <laughs> Um, so we're not getting very far in this episode, but no, I guess we're not. This, you know, this really seems to be our MO. There's a lot of, there's a lot of witty banter up front and man, do I got it for you. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, um, Homer is out there. He's calling. So he, he's still going to mow this freaking lawn, right? Uh, pushing the stupid real mower around, which mm-hmm. by the way, my whole point in that thing about the real mower, I, I they get don't it, work Homer. very well. They, they, especially if you have twigs in your yard. Yeah. Do they cut the grass? Yeah. yeah. Do they do it well? Not no. really. And as Caitlin just said, if there is the tiniest tender twig out in the yard, it gets r- caught up in that thing. And we had a crepe myrtle in the front of our uh. old house, and that thing was dropping sticks everywhere. Yep. So anyway, uh, over the fence comes Ned Flanders, mm-hmm. who is just being just... Sweet as pie. Yeah. He, yeah. Well, before we see Flanders, right, Homer's calling to Marge asking for a beer. Right. And she says, we don't have any. Mm-hmm. And he gets, he's grumpy about it. He, Homer is not nice in this episode. He really is not nice. He's, 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 he's kind of jerk ass Homer. Yeah. This is not, this, 
there's not a lot of sympathy that you have for Homer here. And the humiliation that he suffers throughout the episode, uh, you don't feel bad for <laughs> right. at all. Yeah. You definitely have a lot more sympathy towards Ned in this episode. Yeah. So, yeah, Ned peers over the fence. He's like, oh, the Lord has given us a beautiful day. Mm-hmm. And then he kind of starts throwing shade a little bit at Homer. He does throw a little bit of shade. He says, hey, but he, he does it in the sense of like, hey. He's I trying see, to help I him. see you got a problem there. And right. the problem is Homer has crabgrass. And, um, oh, boy, someone's water. Oh, he's right there. Okay. Okay. We're good. Um, <laughs> y'all, our neighbor just walked by, and he was walking with a bag of what is clearly dog poop, but there's no dog. <laughs> the dog's probably out on the street with his wife. Oh. I'm assuming they're going for a walk. Oh, they walk their dog together? Yeah. Who does that? Not us. I mean, I think they're just going for a walk, and they oh. happen to take the dog. This happens quite often. <laughs> oh. I when I when it. I was working from home, I saw them do that all the time. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, well, I'm so happy. But for not, their... Knox did not lose his mind for the second time on this episode. Yeah, where is? Oh, he's over here. He's right he's, here. he's under the window now, yeah, so he, he can't, can't see him. See. Uh, at any rate, uh, Homer is being a dick. Uh, in short, and uh, mm-hmm. Ned sticks his head over the over the fence. We did and... see a dick in this episode, and it was Homer. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Just call it euphoria. <laughs> One giant dick. Yep. <laughs> um, and so anyways, um, Ned says, hey, I got something that can help you out with that crabgrass over there. And he's like, what do you mean crabgrass? And Ned, this is where the... This is where the... The shade the is. The shade is. Yeah. yeah. He's like, well, there and there and right yeah, there. And Homer's and- <laughs> like, there's nothing wrong with crabgrass. It's just a bad name. And then That's right. I don't even know what kind of grass we have out back. It's not great grass, but it, it if is I, not. I don't have to mow it. I'm, I'm pleased as punch just to let it go. Is there grass? Yes. Yes. Do I have to mow it? No. no. All right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Homer's like, if it had a cute name like elf grass, you know, people would like it more. Yes. If Homer were more poetic, he would say something along the lines of a rose by any other name. Uh, <laughs> but, <yeah. laughs> uh, that's what I was thinking there in this uh, in this moment, but Ned, being very kind, uh, not only offers him that. When Marge sticks her head back out and says, "There's no beer in the house. Would you like some fruit ju- from fruit juice? Fruit, fruit juice. Juice." Um, uh, and Homer clearly does not receive that very well. Yeah. The suggestion of fruit juice. No way. You chose fruit. You live with fruit. Yeah. And then uh, and then uh, Flanders overhears and says, "Hey." I got some beers in the rumpus room. In the rumpus room. Yeah, yeah, come on over. So not only is there a rumpus room in the Simpson household, there's a rumpus room in Ned's house. Although we learn pretty quick that it, that actually just means the basement. Yeah, but it's like a super nice basement uh, yes, with there is. a foosball table, uh-huh. a pool table, and a, a bar. In a bar. Oh, I was I was oh. aiming at something else. Oh, the train. Yes. yes. There's a model train set up. Yeah. Um, hold on. Sorry, I'm gonna write a write a note. The uh the model train setup. Uh, I noticed especially because I was talking to a gentleman two days ago while I was at work, mm-hmm. and you know I work at, I work at a museum, so it is a nonprofit, and this person I know because of the situation uh, gives money to the museum. And he made mention to me the last time that we had talked uh, that we had talked about 
my Lionel trains. Oh. And he was like, do you have them set up yet? And I was, I was, I was like, well, you know, we have a new house. We have a little bit more room, but I just have not, I haven't set them up. I didn't tell him the real reason is because my track is so old. It would absolutely not work. Right. Uh, but, uh. but I did, uh, uh, anyways, we chatted about that. So I, I just thought that the universe was giving me a little wink and a nod right there yeah. with that nice. And uh, I don't know if you noticed or not, but Ned not only has the train set up, but he has like a little railroad crossing sign uh-huh. and a stoplight on yeah. the wall and all that. You are it correct. looks like your stereotypical, like, cool basement. Yeah. Like that you would see on TV. Yeah. I wish that we could have a very cool garage like that. We can. We can. I re- You know what? I really Have we talked about before my desire to build a little pub in the garage? You and I? We have definitely talked about it. We have talked about it. I mean, oh, here on, on, yeah, on this podcast. I don't think so. I saw a TikTok. I think it was a TikTok video about a man who made like a miniature English pub in his garage and i would imagine like the square footage of this would be like uh, what do you think like Maybe 10 by 10 by 10 6, 10 by yeah, yeah 10 by 10 but just big enough to put like a two-seat bar and a dartboard and a tv basically yeah but all with a with, with nice dark finished wood in there we can do that and um we have a two-car garage in this house that's right <laughs> uh our old garage was two although we do not keep our two cars in the garage nor no. do we like three eyes on any fish no. Uh, and um, anyways, I think that that would be a lot of fun to put into the garage. But you know what? Ned don't need that. He's got a two-car garage and, and a, rumpus, a room. rumpus room. Yep. So you're right. It's like there's a pretty sweet rumpus room. Mm-hmm. I did not see a pinball machine, but I bet there's one down there. Probably. Uh, yeah, I was, I was, guess I ha- went on Freaky Eye just to see. But when they walk in, you know, Homer's very amazed. And then Flanders posts, or points out that it's his first visit. To yeah. their house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is true, I guess, in both the show and, I mean, what we're seeing, but mm-hmm. also, like, their lives. It gives I us, guess. well, I think really it gives us the indication that Homer intentionally keeps his distance yeah. from Flanders. And the only thing that draws Homer into Flanders' house is the promise of a beer, which right. Homer does not have any for himself. Right. Yeah. So, uh, Anyways, he's down there and he pours Homer a. Oh, I'm sorry. He's gonna pour Homer a beer, but guess who shows up first? Maud. Maud. Welcome to the Simpsons, Maud. We haven't seen you before. And she shows up. She walks right in with a tray of club sandwiches. What do you think the toothpicks on that on those sandwiches were supposed to be? Did you notice that? I don't know, but I actually have a photo here on Freaky Act. By the way, it, I, oh my god! I thought it was a crucifixion. They kind of do look like crucifixes. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that pic- yeah, we were putting that up on the Instagram for you to decide. Yeah. Um, although the sandwiches look pretty good. Yeah, they I, ca- I like a club sandwiches. You I know, love clubbing. They're ca- yeah, they're calling sandwiches. them club sandwiches, but they kind of look more like either tuna or chicken salad to me. <laughs> they just happen to be with three. It's got the yeah, it's yeah it's the double decker. It looks good. Yeah, yeah, those look great. Am I hungry? Them. Yes. <laughs> But here's the thing is like, we have not yet, we will in the episode here, I think, but we have not yet gotten in the series the indication that Ned is super religious. Yeah, really, I think the only other two times we've seen him were in uh, Simpsons Roasting, where he has the Merry Xmas on his house. Yeah, Not that that was a thing back in 1989, but... 
uh, the war on Christmas, that is. And <laughs> that's, that's right. Onward, uh, onward Christian soldiers. Yeah, Here we go. Uh, and then um, we see him in the uh, Call of the Simpsons. Uh-huh. With his RV. And... Yeah, and the relationship there is, is a little bit adversarial between him and Homer, but mm-hmm. we don't know that he has rival in Lovejoy on speed dial. Yeah. We don't know that yet. Yeah, but but, but we will. <laughs> we will. Uh, so anyways, Maude comes in with the sandwiches, crucifixes or not. And they're being way. like overtly sweet to one another. Yep. Kissy kissy. Yeah. And uh, she walks out and then Ned pours Homer his beer. Uh-huh. A little thing from Holland, I think is what he says. Yeah. Uh, and Homer drinks the beer and then... Go ahead. What are you doing? <laughs> Oh, you, oh, I see. Um, Homer drinks the beer, and because Homer drinks the beer, no doubt he has the indication that he needs to pee, which I think is the signal that I'm getting from across the yes. table here. Yes. So we're going to take a quick break, and we'll come back, and maybe we'll get a little farther than where we are right now, which is three, three minutes, minutes and 33 seconds into the episode. Yeah. Okay. We will be right back. Bing! Hey, we're back. We're back. We are both drained of what we don't need and refilled (laughs) on what we do. So we are going to continue with the episode here. Uh, Picking up with Homer in Ned's rumpus room down Mm -hmm. in the basement. He has seen the sandwiches. He has seen his wife. He has tasted the beer. Yeah, and and then Todd Todd comes in. That's right. Uh, It's Todd, yep. Yeah, and he's like, thanks for helping me with my science project, Dad. And he's got like a DNA model. Bearing in mind, of course, that Homer is not helping Bart with his science project. Exactly. And I guess this is just the last straw for Homer, who is receiving nothing but kindness from his neighbor in this moment. Yeah, but he's also witnessing like the idyllic situation that is the Flanders house, which mm-hmm. I think is a lot of the motivation behind his future behavior. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Uh, well, it, yeah, it is, and it's like, it's, uh, like, I feel like from this point onward, everything that Homer does is out of jealousy towards Flanders. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, it, definitely so. He, he is, uh, Homer, when he is, he, he, he snaps here, but apparently throughout this entire experience, Homer has been feeling uh, talked down to. Uh, he has been feeling insecure, yeah. clearly. Yeah, so so he's like, okay, knock it off, and Flanders is confused. And finally he says, your family's better than my family. Your beer comes from farther away than my beer, mm-hmm. and you and your son like each other. Ooh. Your are <laughs> wife's butt is higher than my wife's butt you make me sick uh and and ned gives one of the strongest responses that we hear from him in i would say probably this series is definitely not the strongest response uh that will come in a later season but he kicks him out but he does he says i'm afraid i'm gonna have to ask you to leave Ooh, get him ned yeah and so homer <clears throat> You know, sure to get the last word in. I wouldn't stay. I wouldn't stay on a bet. Mm-hmm. But of course, before he leaves, you know, may as well grab one of these sandwiches yeah. <laughs> for the road. So uh, Homer leaves. He's he's pissed off. He's made Ned upset as mm-hmm. well, uh, which really is a feat. For but and for really no good reason. 
aside from his own insecurities. Yeah, it, yeah, it really is. And you know, when we cut to the next scene, mm-hmm. um, what? Let's see here. I oh oh oh. I I, I should note. I should note here. Uh, one thing I wrote down here is that Homer thinks Maud is hot. And Homer does think that Maude is hot. And this will become a I theme. mean, he's noticing her butt, so... He definitely notices her butt, and at least one time later on in the series, he will notice the front side. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, not those peanuts, the ones at the bottom. Lean over. <laughs> so, anyways, you don't know anything about that, I don't think. No, I do not. But uh, at any rate, so uh, Homer has left the Flanderses, and he is laying in bed with Marge. He's tossing, he's turning, he's talking about how what a what a jerk Flanders is, and Marge Marge is like, no doubt, like Marge has been like dealing with this for the rest of the day. Yeah, right. And Homer's so mad about it, and he she, can't sleep. Yeah, and she she clearly now is trying to sleep too. So I think this might be the motivator to be like, okay, so tell me what he said, and Homer can't answer. Okay, and Homer says, well, it's not that. It's 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 how he said it. Yeah. Go, okay, so how did he say it? Okay, well, it really he didn't wasn't really that. say anything. <laughs> uh, and and she's you know she's like, was he was he mean? Was he rude? No. <laughs> and so Homer is. Very, very, very clearly um, projecting here. Yeah. He is projecting his insecurity. Onto Flanders. Uh, onto Flanders and, and reading that through the words from, of Flanders, even though the words of Flanders are have fine. Been nothing but nice. Yeah. And Marge makes uh, perhaps, perhaps not a crucial mistake, but in the moment, I'm sure it felt like one. She says he's been nothing but a perfect neighbor. Mm-hmm. And, and that doesn't. That sets, that doesn't go well. That's that's old boy off. He <laughs> he. Oh, he's so perfect. You know what I was thinking of? Um, in this moment was the uh, the scene where you know uh, it's Marge saying Marge says you're making people happy. And He goes, Oh, look at me! I'm making people happy. I'm a magical man from Lollipop Lane. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and he, he 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 basically does this. He says, Oh no, you're right the first time. He's perfect in every way. And Homer does something in this moment that really I think will become uncharacteristic later. He goes for a walk to calm down. Yeah. Meaning he does something physical. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? I bet he does. I bet he walks by the Winfield's house and they make fun of oh, him. Oh, they probably did. For they being upset. Those, they, are, they are in this episode, by the those way. Those turds make nothing better. <laughs> <laughs> Hurry up and die already. True. Uh, yeah. So he goes He goes out and then we cut to Maude and Ned's bedroom. That's right. And, and, and Ned is tossing and turning, but mm-hmm. Ned is in a different mindset right here. he he's upset that he is he is ned is upset that he has upset homer yeah i was yeah. trying to think of a different word besides upset but i couldn't in the moment <laughs> you want to hear something i didn't tell you this last night i performed with a friend of mine and uh somebody who is not only a friend of mine but his uh the person he portrays is a very close friend of the person that i portray from the 18th century and at the end of the uh, performance, uh, my scene partner, <laughs> he, he introduces me to the crowd. And he said some very nice words. 
and I took my turn to, you know, normally one person introduces the other. Mm -hmm. So I took my turn to introduce him and I just, my words got stuck in my head and I ended up, if you listen to it closely, uh, not saying something nice. I, I said, what I meant to say was, and to be rivaled by no one. That's the phrase I was going for. Uh -huh. But for whatever reason, the word rivaled was not coming out. So the word that popped up was uh, 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 equivocated. And, <laughs> and so, but, but what I said was, and to, be, and to be unequivocated by no one. So in short, everyone is his equal or better. <laughs> <laughs> You said that out loud? I did. Oh boy. Okay. <laughs> and and I was and as soon as I said it, I was just like, ah fuck. <laughs> Which extra sucks because it was like a big to-do event, right? Yeah. And, it's okay. I gotta tell you, I don't think anybody cared. Right. Um, but I was standing there and like literally I'm standing there, the lights are literally on me. It's dark everywhere in the room, and you there's a first thing they hear me say that's not scripted. Right. And I poop out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. So, well, welcome to live performance, everybody. Mm -hmm. uh, anyway, um, Ned is laying in bed and he, he says, you know, you can't be mad at Homer. This is very, this is, this is the Ned mm -hmm. we know. Mm -hmm. This is the Ned we know. You, you, you can't be mad at him because I, I erupted at him. Uh, I was, uh, what does he say? Oh, I, I turned into a snarling beast and he didn't, but... No, but he, he thinks he did. He thinks he did. Yeah. And, uh, oh, yeah, he says, so this is our real first indication. Talk about flunking the old turn the cheek test. Mm-hmm. So Maud says, you know, maybe you shouldn't be talking to me. And your mind goes, oh, she wants him to pray about it. Mm-hmm. But that's not what she said. No, he <laughs> he turns over and fire. <laughs> Did you just unequivocate everywhere? I did unequivocate <laughs> everywhere. He fires up that old telephone. That's right. So and on, who does he call? He, on speed dial, he has. <laughs> Rever, uh, I'm, I'm remembering here. I'm not looking. I promise. I'm not yeah. looking at Frankie. He's he's got Reverend Lovejoy work. Yep. Reverend Lovejoy home. Yep. And Reverend Lovejoy something else. I don't know what it would be oh, in 1990s. I and, thought it was. Uh, hold on. The it, book says. Oh, does it? Yeah. It's Reverend Lovejoy Home, Reverend Lovejoy Work, mm -hmm. the Recycling Center. <laughs> oh, okay. And the Bookmobile. And the Bookmobile. Which, how do you call a Bookmobile without a cell phone? I don't mm, know. I don't know. Anyway. It's got to be their home office. I guess so. <laughs> uh, so anyways, he calls Reverend Lovejoy at home. Helen Lovejoy picks up. Mm -hmm. I guess Jessica is asleep. She's asleep. <laughs> Oh, sorry, Tiffany. She, Tiffany. She's having a sleepover with <laughs> Tiffany. That's right. And um, she passes the phone off to Reverend Lovejoy. Mm -hmm. And uh, you're going to be like, are you serious when I say this to you? Yeah. I knew, when he referenced the verse in Matthew 19, Yeah. I knew what verse he was I referencing. Knew, I knew you did. I knew you did. <laughs> I knew it because I talk about it a lot. Matthew nineteen nineteen, which is uh, which is when the lawyer approaches. I, I believe I'm correct here. I actually have not looked this up, but I do believe I'm correct here. Uh, when the lawyer approaches Christ to trick him, and the trick is, what is the greatest of the commandments? And Christ says, "Love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your mind and all your strength." And the second greatest commandment is to love, love your, your neighbor, neighbor as, as you love yourself. Yep. So, <laughs> I. Do we have that same cadence? I didn't realize we had that same cadence and phrasing. 
Blah, 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 blah. Yep. Because we just did that. Oh, okay. Did you catch that? Nope. Oh, <laughs> well, we both just went, love your neighbor. Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, everybody has their vocal tricks. That's fine. And anyway, uh, he calls uh, Reverend Lovejoy. He he references Matthew 1919. 19, uh-huh. And Lovejoy, of course, does not know it off the top of his head. Uh which is uh, very funny in reference to a later Matthew verse that Homer will reference at a dinner table. Um, and uh, at any rate, uh, love thy neighbor, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, n- n- Reverend Lovejoy does what Lovejoy does. He does not really offer him great he doesn't advice. Even t- <laughs> he doesn't even take off his little sleeping mask. He doesn't, yes. He's like... Oh, God. But he does reference Paul, and he says, uh, a gentle answer turns away wrath. Uh-huh. Um, and that's a legitimate Bible verse. And so uh, Ned says, yes, a gentle answer. That's a great idea. So, so then he writes a letter. And I feel you, Ned, because I, I like to write letters to people. As a matter of fact, with the event last night, I'm probably going to write some thank you notes to people. You know, just being like, hey, thanks for you know inviting mm-hmm. me to be there. And uh, And so he writes him... What we, when we hear it is a, that's a nice letter. It is. And he goes to deliver it. Homer is out walking. And while he's trying to stick it under the Simpsons front door, Mm -hmm. Homer catches him. And then we cut to a scene where Homer is reading the note to the family and everyone's laughing, but Marge. And Maggie. (laughs) Well, and Maggie. (laughs) Bart and Lisa are like, this is hilarious. Yucking it up. And, you know, he says, uh, you you are my brother. I love you. Uh, I feel a great sadness in my bosom. Bosom. Yeah, that's that's very funny. That shit is rocking. Marge chastises them. But I think you were writing when this happened. I don't know if you saw it. She exited, went around yeah, the corner. Yeah, she started laughing, Oh, she started too. laughing. Okay, yeah, so you heard, I you saw that. that. Okay, I thought I saw you writing. But anyways, um, uh, and then she comes back and she chastises them again. Mm-hmm. I am unsure what the purpose of having her laugh secretly really was because she comes back in and chastises them a yeah, second time. Well, I think it kind of solidifies her position as kind of the straight man of the family, maybe a little bit. Yeah. I, that's, I mean, like that's, she, that's And fair. she doesn't feel she can show that emotion because she knows that Homer's wrong. I wonder, yes, that, yeah. So may, maybe, yeah, I, I, I like that. I, I, I like that, that, I like that assessment of it is that uh, it can still be funny and right. still like the dick move. <laughs> right. Yeah. So like it can still be funny that he wrote the word bosom. Yeah. Uh, but he can, but Ned can still be in the right here. Right. Um, and I, yeah, I think fair her, enough. I'll she doesn't that. want to join in on the like making fun of Ned. Yeah. And, but she thinks it's funny too. You know, this is, this is something that we do see later in the Simpsons sort of in a different light where Marge and Homer are gossiping about other people and they get busted by Lisa gossiping Mm. and Lisa's saying, Hey, I thought we weren't supposed to talk about people like that. And maybe this is that sort of like moment where Marge actually does keep it under control, does Mm -hmm. not laugh at Ned, but if Homer were to bring this to her, she probably would. Yeah. So, okay, I'll buy that. I'm here for that. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> not, so, not, not that we're two almost 40-year-old people who talk about things <laughs> that, we sh- that we probably shouldn't do. Right. And, you know. Yeah. Um, so, the... Um, Marge does say here... I'm sorry, were you going to say something? 
Uh, no, no, no. Go ahead. I was just going to say, Marge does say here, I wish this family was as close as the Flanders. Yeah. And that's genuine. And I, that, yeah. And, and that's what kind of spurs the rest of the episode. What's really funny about we this? We have not talked one minute about golf yet. <laughs> <laughs> In the dead putting society. Yeah. Uh, but this, I think this is an important note to consider here. Marge says, I wish this family was as close as the Flanders, but at the end of the day, Homer does. Yeah, exactly. Homer doesn't just want it want it he he, he violates forces it he violates or he tries the, to force uh, it. speaking of the bible he violates the 10th commandment he not only tries to force it but he covets it right, right. like he covets his neighbor's literal ass <laughs> uh his wife's ass yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> i i don't know if they were thinking of this but you know what the uh the king james version of that 10th commandment is it's it's uh, you th- know I don't know that. <laughs> it's thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife or his ass. Oh. And in this. Meaning the do- his donkey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But uh, in this, he's literally, literally coveting covering... his wife's neighbor, or his neighbor's wife's ass. ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey. Who else picked up on that? Anybody? Nuance. <laughs> anybody? 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 Please, somebody, leave a note and just say that you got it too. <laughs> So, uh, at any rate, there's no reason for us to linger on Maud's sweet high bosom. Or that's not her bosom. No, her, it's her buttocks. Her buttocks. Butt. He writes bosom long. in the letter. He, d- yeah, that's right. That's this is a tits and ass episode, apparently. Showing up, baby. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what? Wonder what they're doing on Euphoria right now. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's got nothing to do with tits and ass. It's all dicks, baby. <laughs> uh, so, anyways. Um, Homer uh, says, "You know what? You're right. Let's do something all together. Let's go do. Let's go do." He says, "Miniature golf," and I have questions about this. Okay. I know we're moving slow through this, but what did you call miniature golf? Putt 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 putt. Thank you. Okay, that was my question. Now I don't. I don't know if. So there were a couple, a couple places where you could go mm-hmm. play miniature golf where right. I grew up. One of them was putt putt golfing games. Okay. And I think that that's probably why we called it putt-putt. Was that a chain? I think it was. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because it was like an arcade and a putt-putt course. I have a comment about that. Okay. But go ahead. No, that's oh, all. Okay. I, I just, like the name of the, the brand was mm-hmm. putt-putt. And yeah. I think that's probably why. So we had two places. One was a putt-putt. Mm-hmm. And the, how's this pop filter doing? Putt-putt-putt. Putt-putt. Uh, and then the second one was a place called Fun Putt. Oh. And I will say very plainly that the fun putt was the better one because not only did they have the more like uh, animatronic uh, putt putt course, mm-hmm. but they also had go karts, which was a game changer. Oh yeah. So we had, huh? What's that? What? Okay. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um. I guess it's the Putt Putt Fun Center. I'm just looking uh-huh. because, like, I know that that place was still there as of like I don't know, eight or nine years ago. Oh, I seriously thought you were gonna be like two or three years. No, ago. <laughs> that's a big difference. Well, I thought about the time uh-huh. and. You know, nowadays, like those old fun centers, there it's one of two things either. Like the old batting cage centers and all that, like it's one of two things. Either they now have rides, like a roller coaster, at least a small one, mm-hmm. and go karts, or they're gone. Right. Like, yeah. Um, there is one in this town where we live, 
uh, which is uh, uh, it has it has a little roller coaster, but it also has like a disco coaster. And if you don't know what that is, it's a it, fun center. Yeah. yeah. Um, but but it's, do they have mini golf? Yeah, they do. Yeah, they've got a mountain, don't they? I'm pretty sure they oh. do. No, that you're thinking about um, another one. Anyway, so moving along, Homer wants to go out and get play miniature golf, and everyone can get frosty chocolate milkshakes. Mm-hmm. Yay! Yep. Except that Marge was going to wash her hair. Lisa was going to study for the math fair. Mm-hmm. She's uh, going to win a new protractor. That's Aww. right. And, and Homer. <laughs> Homer, the joke here is Lisa says, I'll bring home a new protractor. And <laughs> Homer says, too bad we don't live on a farm. But I have to say, when I heard him say this, I thought he said, too bad we don't live in a barn. And I didn't understand the oh, joke. Oh, <laughs> I get it now. He was thinking that she was going to win a tractor. But this is all just a setup that Homer and Bart are going to the miniature golf center. With Maggie. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <sighs> So Sorry, yeah, then we ha- we head to the miniature golf course and Homer's putting and he uh-huh. hits the ball and it goes in the hole and then it rolls out into the parking lot. It sure does. <laughs> um, there is a sequence here. Um, I am trying to remember exactly where it is, but there's a sequence. We know Maggie's there because she starts exploring the golf course. Yeah, this, it's like this whole scene. She's like climbing up on stuff. And and she walks past the windmill, the old windmill, yeah. wind, windmill, windmill hole. Uh, the windmill hole. And uh, she gets scooped up by the windmill. Mm-hmm. And this is what I was talking about earlier. You know what song was playing in my mind here. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Yeah. So uh, that's where that really came from. And also, I guess, because it's been in my head now for over a mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. The Baby Elephant Walk, Mancini, the mascot's best, best friend, friend, and Robert's worst enemy. <laughs> uh, so at this point, we see that guess who's at the mini golf course uh-huh. oh, just real quick oh. it's very important to note that in this scene where bart and homer are playing it's very apparent that homer really sucks mm-hmm. he extra sucks at yes. this uh he is not uh at one point bart even says there's a limit of six right and then later on uh i'm just saying this now because it probably won't come up uh later on um, when Bart is calculating the score in total, yeah, he's like six he's plus, plus six plus six plus, six plus six. Yeah, and Homer goes, "Never mind." Yeah. So, anyways, Homer extra sucks, which is very important because that means that when they run into to Flanders, Homer cannot compete in this game. Right. Exactly. So, yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, they run into the Flanderses, and mm-hmm. they're they're kind of playing mini golf. Yep. And, <laughs> uh. Todd says to Bart, hi, Bart, get bent. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. No. No, that's I'm misreading that. I'm misreading that. <laughs> Bart, tells, D- Bart tells Todd to get bent. Yuck. I'm sorry. Ca- the way this Ca- is done is. on Frankie Act, I'm not very smart. Yeah, looking at, the, looking at the transcript there, it doesn't have the characters' names in front of their yeah, line. Sorry. Uh, but, okay, so here, here is, here's what's really important is that Ned... Turning the other cheek, Mm -hmm. wants to make it a foursome. Mm -hmm. Come on, Homer, you should have laughed at that. Yeah. (laughs) If you laugh at bosom. Um, And so Homer agrees, and they play against each other. 
the game itself doesn't really matter all that much, except to show that Todd is good. Yeah. Um, at one point, Homer <laughs> Homer says something. He's like, that shot's impossible. Jack Nicholson himself couldn't make it, which Nicholson, is funny. I got to tell you, when I was younger. Didn't get that. I did not know the difference between Jack Nicholas and mm-hmm. Jack Nicholson. As a matter of fact, I'm pretty sure that I made that same gaffe. Well, <laughs> uh, that's um, okay. But I never watched golf. So yeah. even though I went to a school, my high school and middle school, it's the same school, that had a golf team. Uh, and I lived in Georgia, which, of course, is home of the Augusta National. Uh, the Masters. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So this is when we learn that Todd's good because Homer's trying to hit the ball up this hill to go like into the monkey's mouth or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Todd's like, oh, no, no, you got to do this. You got to hug the rail. It won't go in, but you set yourself up for an easy deuce. Easy deuce. So it's clear that Todd knows what he's talking about. Let me just tell you something. As a man with no gallbladder, I got no problem with an easy deuce. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have been waiting since he uttered that line to drop that. <laughs> to drop that? <laughs> drop that mm, deuce. Get it? Okay. <laughs> so Todd ends up making hole in one, even you know though what? he says, I'm not going to. I'm sorry. Yeah. Please go ahead and tell oh, your story. Ju- oh, there's no story. Okay. I was just going to say to the listener, if even if you weren't laughing, I was laughing at my own joke. <laughs> Which is not a rare occurrence in this household. Anyway. Uh, so a rude lady. <laughs> I'm just trying to get through this episode. We're 9.30 in. And I feel like we've been talking for hours. Uh, Yes, we have. Okay, okay. all right, all right. Moving along. <laughs> yeah. Chatty Kathy over here. So, yeah, this is when um, Todd gets a hole-in-one, even though he doesn't think he's going to. Uh-huh. And then Bart calculates the score. He says, final score, Bart, 41. Homer, 6 plus 6 plus 6, you know. The grand culmination here is really just that when they come across a sign that denotes mm-hmm. that there is a tournament, mm-hmm. uh, a mini golf tournament, and the first prize is 50 bucks. Yep. And uh, the free balloon for anyone who enters the tournament. Oh, that's going to that's going to that, that's going to be important because Bart will look at his trophies later and they're all participation mm-hmm. trophies. Um, but uh, at any rate, uh, they discuss it very briefly, but it really comes just down to Homer bucking up to Ned saying that the fruit of my loins could beat the fruit of your loins. Uh, yeah. And uh, and so there they go. Mm-hmm. We cut to Homer and Bart sitting in, in quote unquote enjoying, I guess, their frosty They're, chocolate milkshakes. Yeah. Um, and Bart is nervous. He's like, Dad, I've never won anything in my life. Yeah. I mean, and that's I mean, this is fair. Like Homer is doing this classic bullshit. Using your kid to get back at your your neighbor or whatever. Yeah, or, Not or to even fulfill really... your own dreams, yeah. right? Like, y'all, I, I won't go into it because we're so deep in this episode now, but at some point in the future, I will talk to you about being a Little League umpire, which I was <laughs> in ninth grade, and that shit sucked. It was a terrible job, an entirely thankless job. People older than you talk shit to you, people younger than you talk shit to you, and you can't do anything about it except... Call it as you see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, anyways, uh, I'll tell you stories about that at some point in the future. But again, I think we're about an hour into actual yeah, we recording need to time. Finish this bad boy up. <laughs> well, goodness, so, we're halfway through the episode. So, so uh, yeah, we cut to a little bit, a little teeny bit. It's not a montage, but it, it serves the purpose of one. 
Homer is working with Bart, trying to teach him how, teach to, him how to play golf. But mm-hmm. really what Homer is doing is basically just yelling at him and telling him to be good. Yeah. Uh, Bart is having a tough time with it. Um, Marge and Lisa see it, and it's... It's that's our perspective is Marge and Lisa's perspective. This mm-hmm. is this is bad. Yeah, they're kind of standing at the window watching what's going on, and Ag- they're like, "Ooh." Yeah, and again, Homer just sucks here. Like, yeah, he's doing a bad job. There's, yeah, I, there's no sympathy for this dude. Um, and so he he like he even comes in and you know with this uh, putter, and tries to get Bart to name it. Mm-hmm. And Which apparently is a Full Metal Jacket reference. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. So I guess in Full Metal Jacket, they name their rifles, and one of them names their rifle Charlene. Yeah. I've never seen that movie. But Do you have a name for your car? Mm-mm. I've okay. never named my cars. Really? Mm-mm. Okay. I have a name for the Jeep and for the bike. I don't know the name for the Jeep. You know the name for the bike? Yeah. Juicy Lucy? Yeah. Uh-huh. Because it's on the license plate. Yeah. The, the name for the Jeep is very generic. It's Bessie. Oh, okay. I didn't know that you <laughs> and, named her. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I I have this uh, I have this thing. You know this. It's the same with our animals. Like we let them name themselves, mm-hmm. and I just and what I mean by that is like the name will just kind of come to you at some point. Mm-hmm. At some point, and um, it's always been Bessie for the Jeep. I don't really like the name Bessie, but mm. that's what it is. Yep. And Juicy Lucy is named, of course, in honor of that the cheeseburger. Burger. Yeah, from Minnesota. 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 Eh? Which place I've never been, nor have I ever eaten a Juicy Lucy cheeseburger, but it sure looks good. Yep. And uh, at any rate, Homer sucks, unlike the Juicy Lucy. <laughs> and uh, he's trying to get him to give the putter a name. He... He's like trying to give Bart motivation yeah. in the worst way possible because he hangs a picture of Todd on his oh, little, yeah. his like cork board. And he's like, you have to stare at this every day concentrating on how much you hate him like what the hell homer talks about todd in this way in the same way that i tell people to have a good time at hockey games i say think about the goalie as the reason that everything's going wrong in your life and just just yell at them and have fun but it's not real right like this like and obviously this is not real but uh this is just the worst advice uh and well, and, and at least Marge is aware of what's going on because she tells Homer, she's like, I couldn't help overhearing you warp Bart's mind. And <laughs> Homer doesn't care. <laughs> yeah, I've, I, I heard, I remember her set, like sort of lightly admonishing him, but I don't remember the phrasing, which is mm-hmm. exactly that overhearing you warp Bart's mind. Yeah, she's like, I'm worried you're making too big of a deal over this silly little kitty golf tournament. Yeah. And and Homer admits fully, he's like, this is our big chance to show up. The Flanders is. Yeah. Flanders is. That's fun to say. Yeah. Flanders and, is. And, and at the end of the day, Homer. It doesn't who matter. Who cares? <laughs> who cares? Yeah. The stakes, the stakes are high for him, but for everyone else in this episode, they're very low. Yeah. Everybody, like this, this reminds me of the big topic of conversation this week, which we have talked about some too, which is the slap. And you know what we're talking about. We're talking about the Will Smith slap of Chris Rock. And you said this, I said this to somebody else at work. You said it, you said it very well. You were like, yeah, this is bad, but who fucking cares? Yeah, I don't, (laughs) it does not matter. No, it doesn't matter. One very, very rich man slapped another very, very rich man on TV. Uh-huh. And, and is going to get away with it. He has resigned from the Academy, but hey, guess what? Who fucking Doesn't matter. Cares? 
Nobody cares. And yet, this is like, this is the thing. I'm putting my hands up to my forehead in an exploding mind fashion right now. <laughs> and, the, and, and the reason I'm describing this to you is because like, is this not like the state of humanity? Like we just care. We fixate on things that don't fucking matter so yeah. much. And this is an example of it. And the problem is, is like... I, I guarantee you the reason that there's a, a cartoon about this, which by by this time is a pretty popular cartoon, mm-hmm. because this is just what we do. Yeah. <laughs> and like we can identify with fixating on something that doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And Homer is definitely doing that, despite the fact that everybody else is saying it doesn't matter. You're you're overreacting, yeah. essentially. Yeah. 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 So uh yeah, because right after uh I'm looking at the transcript now. Uh-huh. Uh, right after Marge says, "This is," or Homer says, "This is our big chance to fl- to show up." The Flanders is that is fun to say. Uh, the Flanders is Marge says, "I'm sure it is, but why do we want to do that?" <laughs> yeah, and she says, "You know, because sometimes the only way you can," or I'm sorry, I think Homer says this. Sometimes the only way you can feel good about yourself is by making someone else look bad. And here's the here's the key. The next line, right? And I'm tired of making other people feel good about themselves. Oh, there it is. I feel insecure uh-huh therefore i need to make someone else feel insecure and use my kid as oh, yeah. that's the wor- that's the bad part about it yeah but uh so was it at this point yeah it, uh we see bart in his room mm-hmm. looking at all of <laughs> all of his trophies which are <laughs> just right. it's like yes. sixth place participant and then the the last one is everyone gets a trophy day hey will you will you will you write this down i want to put that into the uh, okay into the instagram post and, and it's just because they're very funny trophies and yeah. they are this by the way when uh when we hear a lot you know about from the <clears throat> older generation about how our generation which by the way is almost 40 years old we're not kids um our generation, the millennials, is the participation trophy generation. Where do those participation trophies come from? They the came parents. From the homers. Yeah. Yeah, they came from the parents. And so Bart's looking at them, right? And they, they're they on a shelf. Uh, yeah, and, and, it, and, and, and Lisa comes in at this point, and she, you know, he's kind of just staring forlornly at his trophy case. Man, I and feel And she this. says... Uh, she asks him what he's doing and he says, what are those little guys in chess that don't matter? Yeah. And she goes into some technical chess stuff, but I, she's like, I think you're referencing a pawn. Yeah. And that's exactly what Bart is, is a pawn for his father. Yeah. He, yeah. She, uh, I think what she says is a blockaded bishop is of little use. Mm-hmm. Um, and I confess to you, I don't know what a blockaded bishop is. And we watch Queen's Gambit. We sure did. <laughs> and I, I, I do enjoy chess, although I have not like studied chess theory. Right. Um, but this is uh, what I wrote down here is that Bart provides us with some introspection, even though it's not like the heightened intelligence that Lisa has. Mm-hmm. He realizes what's going on. He knows on what's here. happening. Yeah. yeah. And even though he's not as smart as Lisa, Bart knows where to go in order to get help here. Yeah. And so, you know, he turns to Lisa to help him and she, well, she volunteers herself to she help does. him. Yeah. I, I, well, if you're watching them through the window with Marge, I think Lisa feels it is incumbent upon her to, yeah. uh, to, to make this work out. Right. And you know, the one thing I will say is that there is some real like brother and sister bonding going on in this mm-hmm. episode, uh, because God knows it's not coming from Homer. No. 
And, and so, so they, they go to the library. Lisa, <laughs> Lisa full on reading rainbows this. Our journey begins at the local library. Yeah. And, so they, they go in, they look at the card catalog. My God. Uh-huh. Um, and then... Uh, they, walk, they walk past several patrons. So it is established here that Lisa knows everybody at the library. Yeah, who's at the library? Fucking Winfields. That's right. Dicks. Is it both of them or is it just Mrs. I think it's both of them. Either way, one of the Winfields at least is there. And, uh, (laughs) y'all, I feel like when we see the Winfields, it's like driving past a wood duck. We're just like, (laughs) fuck you. (laughs) Pretty much. Uh, Fuck you, Winfields. They sealed their they sealed their fate when they made fun of Homer in Homer's Odyssey. Yes, so. y'all could have y'all could have made some funny jokes in that really pretty not great episode, but you didn't. You just made fun of someone who was going to kill himself. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, so they're they're going into the stacks. They're gathering up all their books, uh-huh. and Lisa then uh, grabs a Lao Tzu book, and Bart's like. We can't afford all these books. <laughs> Me, like <laughs> clearly showing that he does not go to the library. Does ever. not understand even what a library is. Exactly. Uh-huh. Exactly. So then, then we get to kind of a montage of Lisa helping Bart like clear his mind yeah. and meditate. It's all yeah. very like I don't know. I don't want to say crunchy, but yeah, it's... she she wants him to become an uncarved stone, and and Bart is just like, yep. Got it. Uh-huh. Can do. Yeah. And she's like, so, no, you have to, you have to like put effort into this. Yeah. So, Un- unlike your science project. Yeah. And then they go to the putting, the pup, putt putt place. Uh huh. And um, she's like, look, it's just simple geometry. And they, you know, go throughout the course. Mm-hmm. Now, I have a bit of a, um, I have a bit of a beef with this. Okay. Because the Putt Putt course's name is Sir Putt Alot's Merry Old Fun Center. I see. Yeah, uh, I think I understand. Re- reference kind of, um, and there's like a little, what is that? I don't know. There's something on the side. It's, it's supposed to be like a medieval themed uh-huh. place. Yeah. And None of these holes are middle. <laughs> oh, that's your beef. That's my oh, beef. Oh, I see. My beef with it was, <laughs> I thought we were on the same page, but oh. that's okay. My beef, my beef with it was, it's called Sir Putt a lot. Oh. It should clearly be Sir, Sir Putts a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. But uh, um, but anyways, yeah, you're right. None, none of these none of these uh, holes have anything yeah, to do with like the with Sphinx and Abraham Lincoln, the monkey, the, the windmill. Mon- yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. The Abraham Lincoln one with. Abraham Lincoln being like pseudo basic instinct, <laughs> this little <laughs> Lincoln's little fly. legs flapping back and forth. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very weird. Uh, I made myself laugh there too. <laughs> yeah. So good. So Lisa's coaching Bart, uh-huh. which really is what Homer should be doing, but he doesn't have the capacity for that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And then what happens? Or even if you know, even if he does have the capacity, he is letting his blind rage, rage just yeah. fucking drive him around. And it's the, the you know the the person who's getting the toll taken on them is Bart. Bart. Yeah. Well, uh, we 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 cut to we cut to a scene where uh, Homer's in the yard mm-hmm. out front, and and Flanders is out there too. And Homer taunts Flanders, and Flanders says, may the best man win. And Homer just, man, he doesn't double down, bruh. He, he, homeboy triples down, mm-hmm. quadruples down, and says, you know, 
Oh, well, the best man, may the best man win the mating call of the loser. And uh, have you noticed that Flanders only refers to Homer as Simpson mm-hmm. in this? Uh, and so Homer essentially just, or eventually just calls him a chicken because he wants to place a bet. Mm-hmm. And so Ned comes back with terms that are unsatisfactory to Homer because Homer wants to humiliate Ned. So right. Homer then uh, puts forward the terms that you have to mow the, lawn, the neighbor's lawn. And Ned says, fine, but you have, to, you have to do a decent job of it for once. So pretty strong words from yeah. Ned. And then uh, Homer comes back with the terms in your wife's Sunday dress. Yep. And so then they are, uh, the gauntlet is thrown. Mm-hmm. So they, they, oh, then we cut to the Simpsons kitchen and they're yeah. kind of drawing up the terms of the, the bet with Re- reminiscent, uh, reminiscent of um, Bart the General from season yeah. one. Yeah, they're, they're just kind of like pacing Ex- back and forth. <laughs> Except that there are no articles of capitulation here. This right. is literally one sentence that gets read. <laughs> and it's just the loser has to mow the winner's lawn in the wife's mm. Sunday dress. Yeah. That's what it is. That's all it is. Uh, then we go to back to the putting, the, the putt-butt course. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're working, Bart's practicing. Mm-hmm. And and he's been doing well with yeah. Lisa. Yeah. But Homer's there now. Yeah. And Bart hits the ball. It bounces off the, uh, I think it's the monkey there. Anyway, whatever it is, the, the figure, the blocking mm-hmm. figure. And it almost hits Homer in the head. And Bart is just not doing well. Right. It's, we see Homer with Marge. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, that, yeah. Uh, that's what I was going to say. We see Homer with Marge in their bedroom, and Homer is at this point, it looks like he's resigned to losing the bet. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe feeling maybe feeling a little sadness, if for nothing else, that he's going to actually lose. And he asks Marge, which dress, this one or this one? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's resigning himself to uh, losing this bet. Yep. And so then we cut to Bart's bedroom where Homer is watching him through the darkness, uh, just looking at Bart while he sleeps. Mm-hmm. Not in a creepy way. It's just he's there. Yeah. And then when Bart wakes up, Homer sits on the or Homer sits on the bed, wakes Bart up. He obviously is startled by it. Time for the big tournament. Here we go. Yep. yep. And <laughs> uh, they're at the breakfast table. Yeah. And um, mm-hmm. Bar- Oh. Homer's reading the paper. Can I ask you something? What? Marge is making breakfast, right? Yeah. When you first saw what she was cooking in the pan, what did you think it was? Did bacon. you think anything of it? You bacon. thought it was bacon? Because she pours grease into a jug. That's earlier, isn't it? Oh, I know. I, th- I think it is. No, no. When she's actively cooking, what she had in the pan, oh, I, I thought I 100%. It looks like Scrapple. I thought it was Scrapple. Yep. Yes, yes. But it turns out it's steak. Yeah. Uh, they identify it as steak later. But yes, I definitely thought it was Scrapple. Yum. Um, yeah, yeah. Don't y'all don't let anybody. It's just like spam. Don't let anybody so tell good. you that it's gross. It's not. Uh, it's pretty daggum great. Yeah. Uh, Scrapple and spam both are very very yummy. Scrapple with scrambled eggs and cheddar cheese melted. Wow. Oh, or even just a slice of American cheese on top. That's of it. true. Wow. That's true. That stuff is banging. Yep. 
so at any rate, um, they're going to bring him steak and eggs. Lisa protests because he's on a diet of high carbs for the tournament yeah. as if this is some sort of high energy event that's yeah, going to so occur. Yeah, so while here. they're waiting for his breakfast, uh, Lisa's uh-huh. kind of quizzing him. She's like, okay, you know, this hole, this hole, this hole. Yeah. And he's he's like, I'll keep my arms straight, blah, 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 blah. Reminiscent blah. of what? Did that bring up any memories for you? Recent memories? Say winter memories? It made me think of bobsledding, memorizing the curves, oh, all that sort okay, of thing. Okay, no. <laughs> was that a little obscure? It was. <laughs> Sorry. Please quote the Bible about it. Too. Would you like for me the to King's, quote a... the King James version only? That's right. I know NIV best, but I'm I'm good with King James. Yeah. Too. So Lisa, <laughs> this part was funny. Uh-huh. Lisa says, uh, you know, she tells Mar- Marge that he should eat complex carbohydrates and she's like okay what's that and lisa goes oatmeal oats are what champion thoroughbred what a champion thoroughbred eats before he or she wins the kentucky derby Uh and then homer goes newsflash lisa bart's not a horse (laughs) eat your steak i know yeah like (laughs) and so we're cutting into what is going to be the final sequence of the show and you listener must be like thank god <laughs> yeah i'm i'm like that too uh, so here we go we're gonna cut into the final sequence here in short we get a full-on master style commentary from none other than kbbo mm-hmm. and uh the uh the tournament has basically all finished save for the final round which of course comes down to Todd Flanders and And Bart Bart Simpson. I feel like, though, I should make a very quick note that there is some contention, apparently, in the Simpson viewing community as to which one is Rod and Mm. which one is Todd. Well, I mean, they name him in this episode. Many, many times, right? Yeah. And in addition to that, his putter has his name engraved on it. Yeah. So the little one is Todd. The tall one is Rod. Rod. Yeah. Uh, I do second guess myself every single time I see them. Hey, it's understandable. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I get that. I do it too. But just for clarification, as per the earliest episode where this distinction is really like solidly made, mm-hmm. it is Rod is the ta- the older one. Todd is it's the younger a, one. Is the younger one. Yep. Anyway, that's 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 a sidebar there. Um, and uh, Bart and Todd are going to go head to head in the tournament here. And this is where we see a little bit of um, a, a little bit of camaraderie from Lisa to Bart, in addition to what she's been giving already. Yeah, but it's also very kind of sad. <laughs> yeah, because she says Bart, having never received any words of encouragement in myself, I'm not sure how they're supposed to sound. But here goes, I believe in you. Which, by the way, is not true. Moaning Lisa. There's definitely words oh, of encouragement from Ronan Lisa. Yeah, but like that, you know, like it just makes it seem like nobody ever, <laughs> like poor Lisa, she's just, she's the middle child. Yeah. So. Um, oh, that's true. Poor middle children. Yeah, I know. It's very sad. This is what we deal with. Uh, <laughs> so anyways, um, uh, she says, I believe in you. Bart, <laughs> Bart, Bart says, thanks. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> and, and walks off. The Flanders are praying. Uh, Homer comes up and mocks them for praying, and they say, "God, he's just like he's just." He's the, like an absolute turn in this episode. Yeah. And Ned says, "Actually, we were praying that nobody gets hurt. Mm-hmm. I guess this is a pretty strenuous activity." But yeah. uh, anyway, they are they they buck up against each other pretty quickly. Uh, I have to say, by this time in the episode, I'm pretty tired of that. Yeah. Um, 
and uh, and then Bart and uh, Todd go up against each other. That mm-hmm. comes down to the last hole. And Todd's got his little outfit on, which is very funny. He's got his little hat. <laughs> his little tam. <laughs> his, his, his little hat on. Yeah. Uh, maybe we can post a picture of that on the Instagram too. Okay. And uh, Ned is fully caught up in this rivalry with Homer. We know this because he calls out to Todd uh, at the towards the end of the tournament. He says, "Mercy is for the weak, Todd." <laughs> Are you? What do you think Reverend Lovejoy would say about that, Ned? I don't think he would appreciate it. <laughs> um, anyway, Todd hits a great shot. It's definitely going to be uh, a two-stroke. Uh, with you know, If everything tracks, it's going to be two strokes for him on this hole. And Bart hits, uh, hits a shot. It ends up basically in the same spot, just mirrored mm-hmm. on the green. And they- Homer's on the side cheering mm-hmm. i guess he says remember what vince lombardi said if you lose you're out of the family <laughs> i confess okay as, 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 as tired as i am of the rivalry business at this point i did laugh at that yeah that was funny and um i should point out here too also that i'm not dogging on this episode because i did write down that uh what what, what did i write um oh I wrote, I wrote the dialogue is good in this um, in general, I think the writing is pretty good in this. Mm-hmm. Um, the jokes are funny. I just was, we're just kind of getting, it, yeah. beating a dead horse here. Yeah, exactly. At this that point. is exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. At any rate, we have some commentary from the commentator. Um, and again, it's very, very Augusta national masters sounding commentary, mm-hmm. huge deal for a bunch of kids. It turns out was just the kids from the neighborhood with yeah. Wiggum with names like on the board, like Wiggum and Prince Prince Monroe. Monroe. Mm-hmm. Is there a little Marvin Monroe running around somewhere? I don't know. Um, and at any rate, they both hit this really, these really great putts. They walk up and, uh, Bart and, Todd, in this moment, realized that all of this is just kind of silly. Yep, and they and split the prize. They agree to call a draw. That's the last part of that sentence from the synopsis. That's it. Yep. Yes, thank you. You're all good. Thank you. Yes, I forgot to... Yeah, I, was, it, I mean, it's been so long. Uh, <laughs> fair <laughs> enough. Uh, and that's it. Yeah, so uh, they decide they're going to walk up. They check the rule book to make sure that we're clear. Yep. And... They split the prize. They split the they prize. They get $25. And... And you know Homer is just not finished being a, a butt. Dick. Yes. Yeah. And so Ned says, "Well, Homer, our kids showed us something today. So Ned learned his lesson. Mm-hmm. Uh, by working together, we can both be winners. Thank heavens, neither of us has to go through with the the wager." Yeah. And then and then Homer brings up the. I guess contract. That's right. There's that a- Marge wrote at the kitchen table. Oh, that's right. And it's Ned's. It is Ned's verbiage because yeah, the father of the boy who doesn't win has uh-huh. to mow the lawn in his wife's Sunday dress. Yeah, Homer wanted to write loser in the contract, but Ned changed yeah. the verbiage, and so Homer, despite the fact that he is cutting off his nose to spite the face, uh, realizes that he can make Ned still do this, and so then we cut. To a scene, and they're both mowing dresses or mowing, mowing lawns in Sunday dresses. Uh, but as you pointed out to me, that is not Marge's Sunday dress. Not even. And close. she even comments that it's her best dress. Yeah, and I'm like I've never seen you wear that, Marge. <laughs> it is not. It is not. And when we uh, get to in a relatively close amount of time, Homer the heretic, like 
we see her go to church multiple times and yeah. it's always the same dress. Yep. So at any rate, the thing that really sticks in Homer's craw here is that he is just gritting his teeth and doing this to see uh, Ned get humiliated. Well, and Ned's making the best of it. He sure is, man. That's what Ned does, yep. right? Uh, and so he says, you know, I feel kind of silly, but hey, whatever. You know, it reminds me of my fraternity days. Yeah. I wrote down here and was like, what fraternity did he belong to? Does that ever come up ever again? That's pretty mild as far as uh, fraternity hazing goes, wearing a dress. Yeah. But um, uh, I don't know if that's ever made mention again. Mm. But it doesn't matter. You know why? Because it's the end of the fucking episode. <laughs> Correct. Uh, it is the end of the episode. So let's do a little wrap up here. We don't kay. have to go over long. Let's talk about what you thought. How do you feel about it? It was fine. Yeah, I thought so not too. Not the best, but no, not the worst. No, no, no. Not the best, not the worst. I think that most people would probably give that same sort of, sort of general consensus for this particular, uh, this particular episode. I did think that... Um, this premise could have fit in with season one, but the yeah. writing, I think the writing and the jokes elevated it uh, mm-hmm. above that. And um, and it didn't just end, right? right. I think, here's an example where in season one, it would have ended with Rod, or excuse me, Todd and Bart just taking their balls up and being and shaking hands or uh-huh. some, something like that. Uh but they put the button on it. They showed, yep. they showed them in their little outfits. Yep, they brought they brought it really kind of back around. Full circle. Yep. yep. And so there we go. So um, yeah, I mean, would I watch it again? I mean, at some point in the future, I'm sure that I will. This is not one I would watch over and over and over. But again. I will. I will point out to you that of all the episodes that we've watched on Disney Plus, um, which is many of them. Uh, um, um, in the favorites, you know, they get the little, they, you get the little completed line at the bottom, you know, of the uh, thumbnail. This one did not have a no. line at all. And this is really pretty much why I, it's yeah, it's a met episode. Yeah. Homer is so unlikable in this episode. Yeah. That it kind of ruins it a bit. I feel like this is kind of, it was of, too overt Yeah, in the, in the, the relationship with Flanders, but I guess this is really the first establishing episode of their like hatred towards one another. Yeah. Or, or the, I'm sorry, Homer's hatred towards Flanders, yeah. which is absolutely not returned from Flanders. Yeah, this is yeah. So here we here we see the the uh the germ of their dynamic, right? Yeah. Uh and, and you kinda caught a bit of that in call the simpsons but this Mm -hmm. is just more fleshed out and like just ridiculous yeah and 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 at the at the expense of at the expense of bart which by the way i think really kind of lends credence to the notion despite the fact that because bart was such a popular character they shifted the season around and blah 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 like I think that we really, whether it's because of our exposure to the series previously, which is more than just what we've watched up to this point, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, but maybe it's influenced some to this degree by the fact that we've watched from se- season one, one or episode one to now is that Bart's really not the main character here. Homer is right. And it really affects the fact. It really affects me that I can't like him at all here. Like, yeah. I yeah. don't, I don't, I don't like the fact that I don't like him. Yeah. Uh, and because normally he's got so much heart 
about him. Right. And normally mm. he's like derping around doing stupid shit and he's doing that here, but at the expense of his family. Yeah. And that stinks. Yeah. It does and this stink. is really, and you, you, you said it right earlier. Like this is, this is a reflection of the later years of jerk ass Homer, mm-hmm. which we eventually will get to, but thank God we have many seasons yeah. of really great Homer yeah. to enjoy first. So, Hey, if you want to be here with us as we go through the rest of the series and enjoy the many wonderful moments that Homer and the rest of the family are going to bring us, make sure you hit that subscribe button. You can also be sure to follow us on social media. We are on Facebook and Instagram at Escalator to Nowhere Pod. You can also follow us on Twitter at Escalator, or excuse me, Esk to Nowhere Pod. That's E-S-C, Esk to Nowhere Pod. And of course, if you'd like to send us a message, we would love to hear from you. You can send us an email at Escalator to Nowhere Pod at gmail.com. Make sure also that you are checking out Caitlin's new sticker that she has put onto her Etsy store. There's a a direct link to the listing in our Insta bio. Yes, we have. And we'll put it in the. I say we. Caitlin created a link tree for us. So uh, we were able to put that together. Uh, And hey, you know, uh, we just really appreciate that you are here with us. I'm probably going to do more in the future. That was just one that came to my brain. I I feel like that you. Uh, knowing you that you just will not be able to help yourself and you do some more (laughs) in the future. Um, And so I'm looking forward to seeing what you create because I think the sticker is really super. And I'm not, I'm not saying that to try and sell more. There's literally one on my Jeep. I (laughs) I put it on my car. (laughs) So, um, but uh, you know, I was thinking about this the other day and not to drag this episode on any longer, but you know, I enjoy reading and, and learning about the classics and Part of the reason I love there's an epi- there's a podcast that I really love and I'll share it with you. It's called Ad Nauseum, uh, where the U's are replaced with V's. If you'd like to find it yourself, it's Ad Nauseum spelled the same, but the U's are V's in the Roman fashion. And it kind of just feels like sometimes, like you know, I read about these things uh, and I enjoy these things, but I don't really have anybody in my friend circle to talk to about them. And so it's nice to sit and listen to two people who know them very well sit around and talk about Mm -hmm. them. So I kind of feel like I hope that's what people are getting out of this with us here as well. Um, Everybody has a friend who likes The Simpsons. I don't doubt that for a second. Mm -hmm. It's way more popular these days than Homer's Iliad, not Odyssey. (laughs) I don't want to cause any more confusion. (laughs) Um, But that being said, you know, it's, I think it is nice. And I hope that, you know, if you're listening to us, you've been listening to us for a little while, that it just kind of feels like that we're, that we're friends sitting around chit-chatting about, these episodes that all of us know and whether we love the episode or not, it doesn't really matter. We're doing it because it's fun to sit around and talk about and be friends. So thank you so much for listening to us and we look forward to next time. So again, make sure you hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening to this to. And we will be back next week with the next episode, which is Bart V Thanksgiving. Yeah. So until next time, we are finally going to wrap this bad boy up. I am Robert. I am. I'm Caitlin. I am tired and a seasoned Simpsons fan. And I am also learning and tired. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, and we'll look forward to next time. Bye. Smell you later.